Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Christina. And this is our podcast, Let's Shoot a Fact. We talk about international student experiences, navigating the challenges of a young adult life, and other fun topics like favorite movies, books, or songs. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get into today's episode. Good evening, good afternoon. Good morning. Oh! Morning? I just thought because we're going to release it in the morning. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, that's smart, but I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's the evening. Here. I'm really tired today. I don't know why. It's, well, we're going to blame it on the weather again, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's practical. Yeah, so my brain is just not working properly, which like is perfect today <laughs> because we're, the topic for today that we're not going to reveal just yet. <laughs> it's probably gonna- like, well, never mind, whatever. <laughs> what? The title. <laughs> the title is always the title. That's true. Well, that you might already know, but it's probably going to be like a fun one yeah. for us, for you. Doesn't hopefully. require a lot of thinking. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. But yeah, just bear with us, <laughs> please. <laughs> On Friday, I forced myself to finish another reseña, which is an assignment for our lengua class, for a Spanish class. What did you do on Friday? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I've really been trying. Even before we started recording, Mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out what I did on Friday. I don't know what I did on Friday. But I worked. I feel like I worked. But why did I work? But for me, it seems weird that I would write a reseña after statistics in the evening. (laughs) When I think about it, you know? Yeah. That's weird. We don't know about Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I wrote it in the morning. That's what I'm thinking. Why didn't I work in the morning? I always work in the morning. Why was I working in the <laughs> I evening? Know. I don't know what happened. So Friday is let's like forget a blur. about Friday. <laughs> but on, I actually had a great weekend because I went to my first party here with Estella with our friend. Yes, and she messaged me. I think on Thursday maybe if I want to go. And like at first I was excited, but also a bit scared not in a way that i would be like scared scared but like nervous you know because yeah. i haven't gone out with strangers in a long <laughs> long time but at the same time i wanted to do it and there's apparently some i don't know if it's a company or just like an instagram account that has some agreements with some clubs because we actually move i think it's some like organization or organization yeah yeah they have like 2050 followers yeah. on instagram so it's not it's like pretty anything l- legit yeah it is legit, but it's not like they have a hundred thousand, you know? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what they're called now. Erasmus something Madrid, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But they apparently they do these parties almost every day. <laughs> and we went on Saturday and we just paid fifteen Euros and we went to three they call it bars. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one was like an actual club. Mm-hmm. And at each bar we get um we had a shot with like it was for in the free price oh. yeah it was in the price and we also had the access to all four of those places so in the end i feel like 15 euros that's is pretty impressive r- right because if you go to the club like just one club you yeah. pay like 20 at least yeah that's why in the yeah. beginning it was like 15 euros because i thought it would be just to access the club like an entry fee you know yeah but then we actually went to multiple places and we also had the shots Drinks. and we got another one for free because they said you can do a review on google maps and we'll give you a free shot and Estella even she didn't even like send it she just like wrote it you know and they're like yeah yeah yeah, go for it (laughs) I was gonna say did they like watch you do it but I guess they did I mean you just showed them the screen but they didn't check like I deleted it right after you know (laughs) you didn't want to give them the review (laughs) I mean I don't know but it was a lot of fun we danced I my legs hurt so bad the next day so bad you know the app i showed you for the yeah, steps? yeah the steps mm-hmm. i had a lot of steps on saturday already because i went for a walk and i think well i had at least ten thousand mm-hmm. already and then i checked the app somewhere in like sunday really early mm-hmm. in the morning when we were still there and it was like eight thousand. i was like hmm today i had more and then i realized it's already the next yeah. day and i had ten thousand just by like it's dancing crazy. that happened in italy when um we'd already been working in the morning mm-hmm. so we've been walking around 
And then there was a party in like the evening night. At the end of it, we had like for that whole day. Mm -hmm. So like and we danced after midnight. But that whole day we had like 35,000 steps just from the dancing. (laughs) And I was dead. Yeah. Yeah, I was dead. My Mm -hmm. feet were terrible. I couldn't even almost walk home because I slept at Estella's place. And she was like, yeah, yeah, we can walk to my place. And you were like, no. And like you normally I would be completely fine. It was like 30 minutes, 35 minutes. I was like, fine. But then my feet were already so sore, so we took the bus. <laughs> but it was really amazing because we met a lot of people. Not, I mean, not a lot, but because it's organized as Erasmus group, then we actually met in front of their first bar. And we were standing there like with Estella. We got the bracelets and we were like, hee hee hee, because they were like new people, but we didn't, you know, we didn't make, an ex- make right. a connection yet. But the person that was like in charge or whatever, she was like, hey girls, these two are new and blah, blah, blah. And because of, she kind of introduced us or something. Oh, there's like people talking. who are actually like in charge, in charge and like yeah. lead you through the bars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's such a random concept. Right? But I really liked it. It was great. Yeah. And in each bar we were not even an hour maybe and it was great because you you know you felt good you danced for a bit and then we just went outside we breathed fresh air for a little (laughs) while we went to the next place which was it wasn't even far away it Mm -hmm. was really close and then you were in another place so it was really exciting you know like if someone would have told me before that this was gonna happen i might not yeah but when i experienced but in reality it it was nice it was really nice so that was amazing. And then we went to sleep really late, so I didn't do much on Sunday. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I think you're allowed to. I mean, I cooked the lentil salad, actually. Yeah. And that was great. I learned another recipe. That was that's good. true. That's true. I just studied. I wrote the Nathaniel that Christina wrote on Friday. <laughs> Started that then. Yeah. But yeah, I just studied presentation. All that yeah. fun stuff. Oh, actually, one more thing I forgot about was going grocery shopping. Oh, how was, could you forget? <laughs> right? That was freaking amazing because I was looking for specific things. <laughs> I love time. that you said, in relation to grocery shopping, <laughs> you said that was freaking amazing. <laughs> yes. Um, because obviously food is amazing. Of course. But this time I was looking for like protein powder, flaxseed, chia seeds, very like specific mm-hmm. things that I wasn't even sure if Getfer would have. And But I really wanted those. And I find found everything. I found an aisle... I, again, I forgot what it was called. Diet something. Dietetico, yeah. something yeah. like that. And this aisle is just, it's for me. It, it has like, you know, the me. vitamins, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. Yeah, healthy stuff, protein stuff. Yeah. And I don't, it just made me so happy that I, fu- <laughs> I can't even explain. <laughs> it's just a success. I don't yeah. know. It just makes you happy. And obviously I filled my fridge again and my fruit basket which always it's feels very amazing. full let me tell you <laughs> and it's even better than it was before i still have what do i still have oranges even like above the <laughs> counter you know and i think more avocados in my fridge and stuff, so a lot of things <laughs> and mandarins i have more mandarins in the fridge too fantastic <laughs> just so you know <laughs> very important and then when was the thunderstorm on monday or tuesday that was that would have been monday because we were in that building yeah that was monday monday was insane it was (laughs) weather wise it was crazy like in the morning it was kind of like "Mm." Mm -hmm. then in the afternoon it was super nice like when i walked to university there was sunshine it was great so Mm -hmm. i didn't bring my umbrella (laughs) so then we got to class we had class and all of a sudden there was a thunderstorm happening Mm -hmm. and pouring like pouring now rain and it was super weird because but I was so surprised because, I mean, I might still ha- be in this, um, like, stereotype of Spain weather or but, something. Uh, but thunderstorm, come on. Yeah, but to be fair, it was like, it is a rare occasion because I was mm-hmm. thinking back, like, how many thunderstorms have I experienced here? Yeah. Not many. I felt like I was in Switzerland or something. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. mean, the weather generally, it has been weird. Like, this yeah, is not, sure. like, it's been raining for a month straight. That's not... Normal. normal we're not happy about it no we're not happy we can <laughs> complain about it for an entire episode but <laughs> yeah but it kind of made me feel home like home, yeah you know? it was this weird feeling where i was there sitting in class i was like this feels familiar like <laughs> yes it's quite nice but then i had to walk home in the rain but it was fine <laughs> oh actually this just arrived i, I mean obviously I, it's arrived <laughs> but 
Well, I had to blow dry my hair. Like, I came home, like, wet. A lot? Yeah. Yeah? I didn't think it would be that bad because it stopped. It was not raining terribly. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't very strong anymore. But still, the Yeah, you walked for at least 10 minutes or something, right? Yeah. But then, it's fine. Well, dried my hair, got changed, and went right back out to walk to Pilates. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, we had Pilates. Tuesday, we met up with Stella. We had presentations, always. but that wasn't anything. That wasn't really interesting. It, it existed. We did it. Something <laughs> else then. I didn't even prepare very well for the presentation because I really just, I knew it was, it would, it was going to be fine because the teacher is chill and we saw the presentations that other mm. people had already and it was fine. So I didn't even pre- like we and it was like a slides. topic that we yeah. can speak about. Yeah. So yeah. it's completely fine. Then we had drinks with Estella. Yeah. Hot chocolate. <laughs> I you had, had to live it out. Still. <laughs> and then I ran to uh, a masterclass workshop that I that I signed up for a couple weeks ago i don't know not that long ago and it was supposed to be about youtube and i have attended a couple of master classes mm-hmm. like this before but it has always been either pre-recorded or the person was live that was only one time out of all of them yeah that the person was live but we still couldn't like um speak or something it wasn't it was one-sided yeah. yeah so i expected something like this you know and i came home i had like seven minutes to, I wanted to even shower, I think, before, you know, so I would be ready because it was supposed to be 90 minutes and blah, 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 blah. But then it was, I think, 8.07. Mm-hmm. And so I was late. I was like, nah. And then I signed into the masterclass and it was like interactive through Zoom. And we were only <laughs> 10 people there. So I was and like, everybody oh, else wow. was already there. Yeah. <laughs> and if you know the person, she's from YouTube. She's on YouTube. She's called Wonderful Ida. And she does these like tutorials, educational kind of videos, for example, on Canva. That's why I've been mm-hmm. watching her videos a lot. And she, it was really amazing. Honestly, it was the best masterclass I've ever probably attended online. It was very hands-on. You know, mm-hmm. we did the stuff... Um, we opened our YouTube channels. We tried to learn something, try something out, search for certain keywords, you know. Yeah. And she even put us into the breakout rooms. So mm-hmm. we were in pairs, you <laughs> know. But it was, I don't want to say stressful, but, you know, I was the only person that langu- that English wasn't my uh, native language, yeah. you know. And we were supposed to, like, share ideas and stuff. I was like, I'm not ready for this. Yeah, I was going to say, you also just weren't prepared for it, you know. Yeah. You thought you would just be sitting there listening <laughs> to somebody talk. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But it was it was so cool because I have been watching her videos for the last couple of months a lot. And now all of a sudden I see her you know almost her. Yeah. face to face. Yeah, I know her. It was, it was like, amazing. That's really. quite cool. She commented on our video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that made me happy. <laughs> me too. So that was yeah. great. And one last thing I wanted to say is that honestly, today I feel like was the first time where I fully enjoyed Lengua class. Really? You didn't? No, I did. But I've had other moments where I enjoyed it. I Maybe. Okay. I re- Like I in ref- the beginning, I liked it. I'll review. Reform, reformulate. Okay, what I just said. It was a good class after a long time yeah, of being that desperate. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because the last couple of classes were just like, what is going on? Yeah, because in the beginning I was like, okay, like it's making me nervous, but mm-hmm. it's also kind of interesting, and I'm yeah. kind of liking the content. And these past couple of weeks have been rough. Exactly. So and I now, was yeah, happy that finally we did for sure anglicismos, which are basically english words in spanish that spanish language somehow adapted yeah which for us, we actually but, know <laughs> right and i could understand how i could even focus you know because yeah. it wasn't like she would talk for 30 minutes straight exactly because she does a lot of that and this one was mm-hmm. more interactive so i was actually paying attention me too so that was really nice. that's true For today's topic, final reveal, even though you probably know from the from the title, is a deep dive in Reddit because I I was listening to a podcast called Two Hot Takes a while ago when I used to go for a run. 
now because it's raining outside i don't <laughs> but the first semester i was listening to it a lot and i really enjoyed it and their podcast is basically based on um reddit in general they choose a topic and then they find these stories on reddit and they read them and they comment on them or give advice and just talk about mm -hmm. it in general and i thought it could be a fun thing to do as well for us so we try to find things connected to studying abroad being an international student and we're basically gonna copy their concept for one episode <laughs> sorry so, so hopefully you'll enjoy yes all right You go first? Sure. So okay. this first one is titled, Just moved to Madrid as an international student, and I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. It's quite long, so Hold on. bear with me. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Hello, Reddit. I'm an Indian who just moved to Madrid for his bachelor's studies. I'm moving. I'm studying at UC3M, for those that know of it, doing a bachelor in finance and accounting. I'm not an Erasmus student doing a full-year program in Madrid. So basically us. Wait, how long ago was the post? Seven months. So he still might be here. <laughs> so he probably, yeah, if, if he's still here, he's still here. He's probably started when we did. Mm -hmm. I don't know much of Spanish yet, and it's really hard trying to find ways to connect with people here without being able to speak the local language. Luckily, my degree is in English, so hopefully that should help. I do intend to learn Spanish, but unfortunately, getting to a conversationalist level in a completely new language will take some time. Mm -hmm. But for the moment, I feel a little overwhelmed and lost in a place a little outside of my comfort zone. I would love to talk to and make friends with someone in Spain or just talk to someone in general as I deal with my unease. And some other random things about me. I love writing fiction, listening to music, graphic design, math, programming, business, and a bunch of other random things. To be clear, I'm not looking to push my burdens onto others. I'm <laughs> capable of dealing with it myself, and I'm not going to be a source of negativity as far as I can help it. <laughs> I hope all of you have a wonderful day, and if you'd like to talk to me, feel free to send a chat request. Oh, we should contact him. It's it's he, no? It's Yeah, he it said his bachelor studies yeah, right? from an Indian who just moved to Madrid for his bachelor studies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so he's here. It's he's seven months ago. Yeah, so student. he would have started when we started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then if he... And he said he just started his studies, right? He said he just moved to Madrid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so he's probably a freshman. Yeah. So I would say maybe he wrote it in a time where it was... It was just the beginning. Seven you know? months ago was the very beginning. Yeah. I, I mean, was very overwhelmed March, February, by then, January, too. December, February. That was literally September, I feel like. Yeah, yeah we were all, like... <laughs> we were lost. I feel like even even for Spanish people. Yeah. Unless you're new. from Madrid, but even, you know, because most of them also moved mm -hmm. from other places in Spain to Madrid, yeah. so I feel like... But I totally understand the language struggle, because for, for me... Sure. I mean... It was really weird because when I arrived in August, I was surprised how much I could actually speak Spanish mm -hmm. because, I don't know, I just had a high school teacher. I mean, she spoke Spanish really well, but still, you know, it's not like you learn not the by living here. Yeah. Exactly. So I was surprised that I could get my, I don't know, public transport card in Spanish. I could order in a restaurant. Yeah. But then I feel like it when it got worse and worse and worse during the semester because we had a class in Spanish and you know I was yeah. I think I was getting in contact with more difficult situations um, like with Spanish yeah. included and that's why I felt like I couldn't do anything yeah so I understand that it has to be a struggle but I'm thinking like if his whole degree is in English Then There must be a lot of international students. Yeah. I I think I understand his struggle if he wants to learn Spanish, you know? And yeah. he, he's not able to or... Because some people... For example, my mom. She thought, I'm going to move to Spain and I'm going to, like, learn Spanish. It's going to be, like, natural, so easy. But actually, and it's no, not. Yeah. You know? That surprised yeah. even me because... We even had one class in Spanish last semester, and I still didn't feel like I learned a ton. Obviously, I thought I would learn faster for mm -hmm. sure. Me too. And I feel like that's the case for a lot of people. So then you kind of get a little disappointed. And Yeah, I think this is a big misconception yeah. about yeah. studying abroad. Because I thought so too. Yeah. But it's not. I think maybe if you're a really outgoing person, very... Yeah. Ex extroverted extroverted and you go out every 
I don't know, every other day or every weekend with Spanish-speaking people. Yeah. Then I think you can learn more. But for us, because we have Spanish people in our class, but we're doing a double language, bilingual degree, then they speak English too. And we have mm, the majority of classes in English. So then it's kind of natural to speak, even with Spanish people, to speak English. Exactly. They'll even speak English with us sometimes. Although that's gotten better. In the beginning, they would speak English with us. At least now they kind of oftentimes also speak mm-hmm, Spanish that's with true. us. So that definitely... Yeah, I mean, he points out the getting to a conversationalist level yeah, is yeah. difficult. And that for sure. You know, I feel like I'm fine with everyday situations. Grocery shopping, like yeah, all those yeah. things, it's fine. Getting my transport card, going to the hairdresser, mm-hmm. those things. But actually having good conversations mm-hmm. is obviously more difficult. So I feel like this situation is completely normal. Normal, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because remember in the first semester, one time we went out with... Um, the Spanish girl. Yeah. And we did actually have a conversation in Spanish, but it was really difficult for me because I, all the time I would need, I wouldn't know the word in Spanish. You know, I had to translate from English. But now, actually, was it, when was it? I know you weren't there, but I can't remember for what reason. Maybe because you're Where? When you went to, to San Montatitos? I can't remember. What? I guess with yeah, a couple I think of so. with like yeah, three yeah, yeah, people yeah. from our class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to, I already had plans. Yeah, so we went out and we actually talked in Spanish the whole evening. Yeah, and I had conversation with Sarah. You know, for like I went with her from Getafe. Yeah, and then we wait, waited there for other people and we talked for a long time in yeah. Spanish. And I was actually surprised and um happy and proud of myself but it it happened after like six months of living here also i feel like you know at the beginning of learning a language you make a lot of fast progress and you really Mm -hmm. notice the progress and then at some point it kind of stops but you're still making progress you just can't really you just don't really notice it yeah but i feel like we're still making progress i mean sometimes like even with the essays we're writing with the text we're reading and i understand everything and like that is impressive you know or at least the confidence, I have to say, it changed immensely, you yeah. know? Whenever last semester in the Spanish class, I thought I would have to speak or the teacher would look at you and yeah. say something. And you're like, what, what, what do I have yeah, to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was so freaking extremely yeah. stressed out. And I'm like, yeah, I can't even like raise my hand and say yeah. something even like on my own, you know? Exactly. Which is even this is an extreme And that's also big. Yeah, a big and good change. Yeah, so that's definitely normal. I would be interested in meeting him, you know, because he's an international yeah. student too. And maybe see even his progress, you know. If Get we, an update. Yeah, we want yeah. an update. <laughs> Studying abroad in Spain, but I already know the language? Question mark. I have that one too. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, it, it was posted four days ago, actually. Oh, really? I didn't mm-hmm. notice that. Hey, I'm having a hard time choosing a country to study abroad. I definitely want to go to Europe, but I don't know where. One of my choices would be Spain. However, I grew up speaking fluent in Spanish, so I don't know if this would improve or worsen my experience if I go there. Would you recommend going to another country like Germany where I don't even know how to say hello? (laughs) Or will I actually have much more fun in Spain since I can make friends with the locals and such? I have 10 days to choose to make my choice, (laughs) so any options are appreciated. Thanks. Is wow, this, 10 days? Yeah, what, what kind of countdown? Is this for a semester abroad? Or like I don't think the she whole says, degree? I need more information. She just says study abroad. Okay. Well, I, I'm just going to give my opinion here. Uh, <laughs> Go for it. I would say for, if it's for a semester, I feel like Spain. Mm-hmm. If it's for a whole degree, I would go somewhere outside of Spain. Like where you don't speak the language. Because I feel like if you're going... Honestly, people who study abroad for a semester don't learn the language. Yeah. Like you learn a little bit, but you're always surrounded by other exchange students, Mm -hmm. you know, and you don't really learn the language that well. But it might actually make it more interesting that you speak Spanish and like it might make your experience better. My first thought is that actually from the masterclass when we were talking, um, when I was talking one-on-one with one of the people there... She gave an interesting point. Well, she made multiple interesting points, actually. (laughs) But one of the points was the intention. 
that with studying abroad in general, the intention is a big thing. And, you know, so I think the most important thing for her or I don't know if it's a guy or girl for them to decide what is the intention behind going studying abroad, you know? Yeah. Because for me, it was to learn the language was Mm -hmm. like number one. And I think also number one was to basically get out of my country and live in Spain because I just just experiencing it yeah Ex- exactly experience it so i think it really really depends on why you're going that's a good abroad, point yeah right? if you want to like make friends and socialize mm-hmm. and get to know the local people then spain is fine but if you really want to learn a different language and obviously yeah so i guess you just need to think about what's more important to you exactly that's true. but i don't think it's like if you're you're <laughs> it's like I'm talking <laughs> if you're studying abroad with the intention of learning a language, then of course, 100%, I would recommend yeah. you going somewhere else. But I wouldn't be like scared of not having or not experiencing not to the all. fullest no. if you do speak Spanish. I really don't think so. Like, no, it's not it, a bad thing. Probably the opposite, do. honestly. Exactly. I think so yeah. too. Probably the opposite. Because I guess you just get different experiences, you know? Yeah. Because for us, we, I think we are slowly getting, I don't know, maybe I just had a different um picture in my head before i went studying yeah. abroad you know or maybe from the movies you yeah, know probably yeah. this influence social media <laughs> that too and maybe even youtube videos i don't know but i think i had more the image of being an erasmus student you know i think yeah, it really yeah. really differs i feel like we should do a whole episode on that yeah <laughs> right? and maybe if we actually go on erasmus True. Then we can compare. That's true. In three years. <laughs> Wait for that episode. <laughs> but yeah. that that's true. That's a really good point. That's mm-hmm. why I was also asking about the Erasmus yeah, or yeah, yeah. full degree. Yeah. But even if it's for the whole degree, even um even just It would still be fine in Spain. Yeah. For Honestly, sure. you would make your life easier. <laughs> yes. The top comment is, I think the people who get the most improvement in their language skills during study abroad are those who already have some beginner slash intermediate knowledge before they get there. While immersion helps, starting from scratch while abroad can be tough. How much German or other third language do you know? Do you have time to take a semester or summer term to prep? Yeah. So that's a really good point because I think it is very important to know that are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> Don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> Improving your language while studying abroad, I think it's really important to decide, like, language-wise, you know? Because for me, I think I did a great decision by not studying in Spanish fully from the start, you know? Oh, God. My teacher was like, go for it. Like, no. you should have done that. You would be fine. Even no. my mom was like, no, no, no. Even your mom was like, no? <laughs> no, she was saying, yes, do it oh okay okay and my teacher you know and i was for sure i was sure that it wouldn't be great so i think going in in, like going to a country that you don't speak the language of you should still be studying in english if it's if it's like university degree and you need to pass actually you know yeah you have enough other things to worry about like (laughs) it's challenging enough as it is you don't need to put that on yourself exactly and it's an interesting point that you can actually get the most improvement if you already speak the language somehow at least a little bit like both of us you know we had three years of spanish Mm -hmm. and then we came here and we were still quiet yeah you know shocked so so you at least have the basis the basic. but I, but like if you study in english then i feel like it's good because you can learn outside of yeah, school exactly. with friends and stuff but i wouldn't depend on learning it from scratch while no studying. not at all not at all all right so the next one is i honestly haven't read the whole thing <laughs> but it seems like a lot okay it was posted one month ago Mm -hmm. and it's titled i feel like study abroad may have been a mistake i'm studying abroad in dublin for a year and it's just so damn expensive expensive in caps lock with six exclamation marks (laughs) i knew it was an expensive city but while i feel like my wallet is just rapidly draining every single day the housing prices are actually disgusting i currently live in a flat with five other roommates also caps lock and it covers over and it costs over one thousand a month, also caps lock. It's actually <laughs> insane. Laundry costs fifteen a week for me since I have to do more than one load. Eating out is pretty much twelve 
euros minimum. My only vice is eating out, but I do feel I need to cook more, but I do buy groceries and cook fairly often. I mean, considering my old flatmate got food delivery every every day for three meals a day, I would say that's better than nothing. I don't go out buying clothes or anything else unnecessary for the most part. The euro to dollar conversion is just awful. I literally hate looking at my bank account. The worst part about it is the guilt. My family has been experiencing some financial issues and asking my parents for continued financial assistance since. Even with financial aid, I simply cannot fully support myself. Feels awful. I feel like a freeloader and a spoiled brat. This, on top of the fact that I've grown to pretty much detest Dublin for so many reasons that, that I can't all list here, just makes me feel like study abroad in the first place may have been a big mistake. Yeah, I think... <laughs> What do we even say? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think this... I don't want to say it was to be expected, but you have to know what city you're going to and yeah. how expensive it is, how much stuff costs, you know? Because I think with Dublin, you can pretty much expect that it's going to yeah. be expensive. So then I would say you have to decide if you are able to um afford that because in the comment i also read that she already had to take out a loan i think for just for studying i don't know if for like something else but one thousand a month for one person i guess for the so. apartment i guess so that's really insane. that is a lot imagine the apartment owner like if he gets five thousand <laughs> from all five roommates from yeah. all six people i guess so that's insane right but I mean, but if he, because then if he says one thousand for six rooms, that's nothing, you know? Yeah. So it must be per yeah, person. Yeah, it's probably a thousand yeah. per person, which is insane. That is quite crazy. I mean, here it's in the in the dorms. Yeah. In the more expensive one with, I mean, with food, but it gets to a thousand too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why we live in apartment that outside is why of the we, university with no heating. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, with this, like I said in, um, a couple of minutes ago, it's just you have to know where you're going and how much it's going to cost. At least do a little le- research yeah. to see how the apartments are expensive, how much you have to pay for the university. Yeah. Because I did the research. I knew I can't go anywhere, like just anywhere yeah. without And you can find prepared. a lot of information on that on the internet like yeah i mean not if you're going to some unknown but if you're going Mm -hmm. to a major european city there's a lot of websites that will like give you the cost of like eating out groceries Mm -hmm. and it will give you a really nice overview i looked into that a lot so i think our university even has it on their website right oh i didn't i never looked at that (laughs) (laughs) i I have my own sources (laughs) yeah my main source was the university's website in the beginning obviously because i knew nothing (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or ask, email the university, ask about it. Yeah. I emailed our university about the tuition fees because yeah. there were multiple pricings and I didn't know what it was. It was confusing. Yeah. So I asked, so just like have time in advance. Yeah. Give yourself some time to research, to look into how much it costs to live in this particular city because the last thing you want to have or to have happen to you is to be already there studying and all of a sudden not having yeah. money to continue i knew obviously i know something can happen like you can have a job and you can of lose course. it or something but at least try to de- try yeah. to prepare in advance and like people are like you know all study abroad is expensive but it does make a difference depending on yeah for sure what city you go to so there are different options like in terms of housing you know cities like berlin will always be cheaper than cities like london yeah. and so look into that yeah for sure and i even saw or the comment is um the top comment this is one of my worst fears of studying abroad what do you plan to do do you want to drop out of the program or are you going to look for scholarships and she basically i don't want to read the whole thing but Mm -hmm. she basically goes into how it's a very tough decision because well at this point she's in too deep yeah exactly and it's already she's saying she's in her second semester of the year probably of the first yeah. year i don't know so it's re- it has to be hard at that point i was thinking now i have to succeed too you know like exactly. pass my classes yeah. and stuff because we already spent too much money on yeah. it and my mom was trying to um um like calm me down by saying like 
if something happens, of course I don't have to stay here. Yeah. I, I can always come home. But there would be like I wouldn't want it's that. It's still you know? a difficult thing to do. Yeah. Exactly. So it's better to be or try to be prepared yeah. beforehand. But I feel like this might off like not to like scare everybody but yeah. i feel like this might happen more often than we, we think, think where the people go study abroad for like a semester or a year yeah and they really don't like it because obviously you know you're on social media you see yeah, all these yeah, montages yeah. of like people studying abroad and like my first week studying abroad and it's just mm-hmm. beautiful but you do also see from time to time like on tiktok and just videos of people who are like having a really hard time mm-hmm. And it is difficult because it is a huge, like, financial investment. Mm -hmm. And also the guilt that he or she, they mentioned, they mentioned regarding, like, their parents. I feel like this is also quite common, especially if, yeah, Yeah, this is a very uh, big topic for me. Now I feel like it is better. But the first semester, it was terrible because it's constant. Like, I'm very, very, very grateful that... Uh, I can be here and that my parents are able to support me while being here. But then there's the guilt where I would be so happy if I could just support myself. But as an international student, it's very, very hard. You know, like we talked about it with Estelle on Tuesday, right? It's really hard in Spain to get like job wise. It's very competitive here, right? Because there are not... It's just a high unemployment rate, especially yeah. pe- with people our age. I think it's like 30, 30% mm-hmm. at this point, which is obviously very high. Yeah. If, you know, it's one of the worst countries in Europe in that regard. Yeah. So for us, and then, you know, it's even more difficult. Yeah. So then I can relate to this, but I just had to somehow make peace with it. And then yeah. I'm going to work during the summer at least so I yeah. can maybe make Try some money us. then. Um, we probably will do some someday some special episode on finances yeah. too, but just to touch on this topic, yeah. it is also very common, probably. Yeah, for sure. And like, it's even hard if you're actually enjoying it. But like, imagine I imagine it being even more difficult, mm-hmm. as they said. You know, they're not even enjoying their parents it. are spending all this money and they're not yeah. even enjoying it. So then you feel very ungrateful. Yeah. I'm guessing. So yeah, but this is a whole. I'm sure it's also very common. Yeah. The next one is very, very basic, but it's just like anyone have the title is anyone have any advice for studying abroad in Madrid? Hey, I'm a sophomore engineer preparing for the spring 2022 study abroad program in Madrid and was wondering if anyone has any advice, maybe some do's or don'ts, anything to, anything to avoid, any places I should definitely check out. Anything would be amazing. Thank you. So, so. <laughs> Madrid, I would say, is definitely amazing. It's just for a semester, right? Yeah, spring right now. Well, I would say... Sorry for the rain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was my first thing to say. Like, usually I would say maybe... I don't want to say spring is better to study abroad because... Honestly, the first semester I loved here because of the fall. I think the first semester is better. I don't... I mean, I haven't experienced this because you get like here sum, You get summer, then you get this beautiful full transition, right? then you get Christmas. You can go to the Christmas markets. Yeah. You can see the lights. But I feel like the general public prefers Was this the advice spring. he was looking for? <laughs> you should have gone in the other semester. <laughs> no, but I also think... The he, general public one. <laughs> <laughs> thinks that it's better to go or like prefers oh. to go in spring, you know, because I asked the US guy from our mm-hmm. class if it's more common to go the second semester abroad and he said yes we had a well we have a lot more people now i thought it, it was just because we have of a COVID. crazy amount of spe- uh, english well US, us people here. yeah you know but i was gonna say that it will be like perfect in madrid because of the weather <laughs> and stuff but we're sorry your no. 2022 spring 2022 is not the best so far so well <laughs> <laughs> but honestly madrid we love the parks right we love the food it's just great i don't even know right yeah i love it i mean definitely go to all the parks Mm -hmm. when it's as soon as it stops raining and maybe (laughs) three weeks or so go to the parks and then i would just say like there's so much here in terms of restaurants and like those type of things Mm -hmm. like so much great food pastry shops i would just the pastry yeah 
If I were here for just a semester, I would go crazy with like just trying out different restaurants <laughs> and there's so much cool stuff yeah. here. I was wondering, this is why I want to try a semester abroad so bad because like Erasmus studying mm-hmm. type of thing because when I look back at the first semester, like I definitely wouldn't have like took advantage of living here and studying abroad to the fullest but i think it's also because i knew i'm gonna have a For lot sure. of time you know? i think it's completely different yeah yeah completely we really need to do an episode yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but um yeah i would go to pastry shops pastry <laughs> shops sure. parks food in general and then i would also recommend maybe it's a very like basic thing but i would say go to the center just to walk around oh my multiple God, yes. times yeah also right? look always look up in madrid <laughs> there's the the top of the buildings like grand bien mm-hmm. pretty basic right yes. you look up it's the most gorgeous thing and yes. i feel like you always i don't think this was the advice he was looking for <laughs> or they were looking for but just if you walk through the center of madrid just always look up it's yeah. gorgeous yeah and walk around like go to the center just to walk around yeah like multiple i mean maybe times. they live in the center maybe they don't live in Catafa like us true but it's really beautiful like every time i go to the center i'm just so happy yeah. just to like stand there actually exactly. you know yeah and that's why i'm very grateful that we don't live in the center actually yeah. because i still appreciate it you know if i lived there i would be there all the time yeah every time i get out at seoul i'm like oh. yeah exactly yeah so that anything yeah else? do's and don'ts i don't really know Huh, do's and don'ts. Especially for Erasmus, I don't really know. That's true. That's different. Maybe don't bring too much stuff. Because yeah. I feel like for a semester, yeah, you might sure. overpack. True. When I think about it, I didn't really... I for sure didn't use everything I had, obviously. Yeah. But I think I also... I brought more stuff because I knew I was going to be exactly. here for longer. I brought even like sports equipment, you know, like the yeah. jump ropes yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and I feel like you think, oh, a semester's a long time, but it's not yeah actually it's not oh also another thing yeah really like enjoy your time here because the semester goes by really, really fast. fast yeah i feel like especially if you're studying abroad mm-hmm. so there yeah that's Main all we got <laughs> international students made me feel dirty it was posted one month ago my professor's daughter called COVID late last week. Despite this, she insisted that we attend our in-person lecture Wednesday. Before class, I was talking with three classmates who are international students. One is from China, one is from South Korea, and the other is from Singapore. Essentially, they had said that this was unheard of in their country. If it had happened, the entire class would be quarantined for at least 14 days, possibly longer. They were all pretty appalled and conclude this is the reason the numbers within the United States are so disturbingly high. I mean, this makes perfect sense. You <laughs> yes. literally take people from the countries with the strictest COVID measures and put them in one of the countries with the least strictest COVID measures. And this is what's going to happen. Yeah. But H- I feel how like... How would you react, though? If what happened? If our teacher- If I were her... If I were who? If we had a teacher whose daughter or a kid would have COVID and we would be, um, it would be mandatory to still come to class. I feel like that our lingua teacher had, her, her son had COVID the first week of the semester. And she what? came to I didn't even know. Yeah. I feel like that's perfectly normal. Especially now you don't have to quarantine every, anymore if you have contact with somebody so i feel like you know like she's not she's not allowed to not come to work the professor's not allowed to not come to work so i feel like it's perfectly fine and this is coming from somebody (laughs) right i'm very surprised by your answer to be honest i mean was the professor wearing a mask probably I guess so. Although it's the U.S., maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. I, I feel like if the teacher's wearing a mask, they're standing in the front. Everybody else is wearing masks sitting there. I feel like it's perfectly fine. Yeah, I guess. And yeah, I, yeah, and it happened with our lingua teacher at the beginning of the semester. <laughs> you missed that. Yeah, because usually the teachers are far away from the students. Yeah, and if they're not able to take not even vacation, but like if they're not being told 
you have to stay home you yeah they can't not go to work yeah. you know what i mean if the law doesn't require it anymore they have no right to yeah miss i work. guess it's the fault of the law like if the person can afford to stay yeah. home then obviously yeah. what are they supposed to do obviously to be super safe mm-hmm. they would have stayed home but mm-hmm. i feel like in this situation but this is one thing that i feel like is very like you get this kind of culture shock in terms mm-hmm. of COVID measures when you yeah. move from one country to another. Like for me, even just, well, not even just for me, moving in between Spain and Switzerland during this pandemic has been wild because <laughs> they've always had such different COVID measures. That's true. And always like when Spain, for instance, was very like Spain never closed to restaurants again. And Spain mm-hmm. was always I was always able to go to restaurants to like do stuff. But I always had to wear the mask even outside. Switzerland hates the freaking mask. <laughs> Nobody wears a mask. It always was like very minimal masks. Mm-hmm. But then they would just close restaurants for months and months again, yeah. even after the first lockdown. So I would come back. Nobody would be wearing a mask. But God forbid you go to a restaurant. So it'd be like this very like contradictory thing mm-hmm. between these two countries. And going back and forth between that was yeah. really crazy. So I feel like that was probably what was happening in that case as well, yeah. you know? This is a quite a long one. And you just said we don't have a lot of time. But <laughs> I think it's interesting because it's somebody who's talking about a, our university here. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe we could... For sure. We could see if we agree. <laughs> so it says... It was basically somebody who was asking... Um, they were saying, dear people of Spain, like they wanted to study in Spain an English course. And... Um, they were just asking for recommendations of universities that offered English degrees. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so somebody said, hi there, I did a full English degree at UC3M in Madrid. I would fully recommend it. And then they gave a list of features. Mm-hmm. They said one of the best universities in Spain and arguably in Europe, especially for social studies. And then they go into like the details of it, like law, business, economics. Incredibly good employment prospects given the current state of the economy. Um, Madrid is an amazing city with plenty of things to offer, very conveniently located and connected. Uh, more possibilities to study a year or a semester abroad than any other university in Spain. And they say it literally has agreements, exchange programs with any other country you can think of. And then they also gave some negative points, which is major campuses are located in towns as Getafe or Leganes, <laughs> which are on the outskirts of Madrid. You will not be doing much campus life as you will be rather going out into the city center popularity for uc3m has been soaring which is making entry requirements ultra competitive and then they say that they also recommend some private universities they said like ie in madrid mm-hmm. if they could afford it and yeah Oh, it also says if you want to study in English because you want to meet plenty of international students, you will likely be disappointed. English degrees are mostly aimed at Spanish students who went to private high schools in Spain with English-based education systems. They will be welcoming anyway, though. Um, They are much more posh than you would find in a Spanish degree. (laughs) Not saying this is a bad thing. (laughs) So, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But I mean, I want to react to the saying that you'll be disappointed that there are not going to be many international mm-hmm. students because that's what happened to us. I was going to say, right? yeah, we were I was expecting to meet more international students, people, because like you always say, they they are what is the word like they pride themselves with being such an our university yeah yeah, yeah yeah, with being so open to all like international students having even they said even I, a high percentage. Of- I was trying to remember, but it was literally, it was like 50, 60% or something. No, I don't think that No? Much. I think it was like 20 something. That's low though. I mean, it's the fifth of a school. But think of our class. Our class is mostly international. We're contradicting ourselves. By international, <laughs> we mean people who don't speak Spanish. Well, because the the... Girls from Venezuela, like oh yeah, Puerto I don't Rico. Count they're, those. But they're international too, I mean, technically, technically. So the university does count them as international. Oh okay, yeah. But maybe the numbers are wrong. I don't know because then I yeah. remember the percentage of like eight percent, which I think was. <laughs> you just remembered the age. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was for the early admission process that mm. they reserve eight percent of the 
of all spots for this like early admission for international students yeah you know so maybe i'm just confusing numbers i'm not sure at all yeah i can't remember exactly but they do it's a big thing oh yeah they say 22 percent of all uc3m students are yeah. international students okay every academic year okay yeah okay well i mean if i think about news reporting or the internet class then yeah we do have a lot of i don't know i just keep thinking about the students that are but like us you know studying here for the whole degree exactly because international students students would be that no international yeah. students wouldn't but be they, exchange i think students. they just call it the same they even like oh. count Erasmus people into this number too okay. you know but i well then then they're wrong they should yeah. do it separately because i wanted to know how many people are actually studying here full-time because that's a completely different thing yeah completely. different statistics and <laughs> should be treated as such <laughs> yeah but that was definitely a thing that surprised both of us when we yeah. walked into that class and we were the only two international students <laughs> yeah that's international me meaning we don't speak spanish <laughs> this is our own weird definition of it yes and um I mean, the rest is just kind of facts. The The thing with the, the major campuses being in Getafe and Leganes, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are happy about it, but most of people aren't, or I don't know. Do you I, think it's 50-50? Or? Yeah. I don't know, because I, I feel know. like if it were in the center, maybe we wouldn't have, like, the style of campus that we have here, mm -hmm. you know? Because all of the... Because even our, we have one campus in the center, but that's for masters. Yeah. And that is nowhere near as nice of a campus as the one in Leganes mm -hmm. and the one in Getafe. It's just literally one building. So I don't know, but it's really not I really that dramatic. Think, I don't think yeah, so. No, like no. you can literally hop on a train and be in the center. 20 for, minutes exactly. to Atocha, exactly. 25 to Seoul. Um, and then he, or the person also mentioned that the campus life is not like you're gonna, yeah. not going to spend too much life well time on campus which i think this really really depends yeah. one on the weather oh <laughs> and the second thing is how much like activities you have on campus oh you know? i was going to say a third thing but you, you explained it too okay. <laughs> so the weather obviously we um made a tradition for yeah. ourselves for the two of us to eat lunch on tuesdays before class mm -hmm. on campus um we started the semester it was going pretty well <laughs> and then, then march came and everything <laughs> exactly everything fell apart um, so ever since then, we haven't spent a lot of time no, on campus because we, we don't even go to the you library anymore. You just don't anymore. feel like it. Yeah, yeah if it's it, like rainy it and doesn't cold, make sense. no. Exactly. And the second thing is, like, what activities you have on campus, you know? Because for right. us, for example, outside of school, we have Pilates, but we go to Pilates to, like, um different place. Yeah, another studio. In, in Getafe. Um, so if we were to go to the gym on campus or do some other sports activity there. Exactly. I feel like we would spend way more time yeah. there. Maybe we would even more uh, meet more people, yeah. you know. And the third thing that I would have mentioned is like where you live. Mm -hmm. If you live far away from campus or even like just not in Getafe, yeah. I feel like you spend a lot less time there. I feel like with us, our class, you can really tell the people who, mm -hmm. who live in Getafe were more likely to like meet up to do some work in the cafeteria mm -hmm. or like in between classes we might stay on campus mm -hmm. and just sit somewhere until the next class starts whereas the people who obviously it's like some of us some of them it takes a while to get here yeah. you know they really just come do their classes and leave again because that's true what's the point of them staying here you know mm -hmm. so i feel like that also makes a big difference so you i feel like you can get the like campus life here if you live in getafe yeah if not, then you just enjoy the city center when you after you know, after university, yeah, you know. For sure. All right. So to finish it off with maybe kind of a funny one. <laughs> Returning from study abroad, four months in brackets, but dogs are more excited to see dad who left that morning. <laughs> and there's even a video of the dogs like looking out the window and being excited. And honestly, um, I remember coming back home i mean my dog was excited to see okay, me, okay. but she was a bit i think confused you know because she hasn't seen me in a long time mm. and i think she was just like is that really you she was and just like well she's gone 
<laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. Also, because there are so many of us, you know, that mm. take care of her. We're, we're like four sisters. Then uh, my sister has a boyfriend. Then my mom, my dad, my dad's girlfriend, you know. So there's yeah. so many people and she loves all of us. Mm-hmm. You know that she, I guess, I don't want to say forgot about it. <laughs> But she was, I think, just confused. But from Aww. like with time, she really just like realized, and it just took her like five minutes until she like fully yeah, understood that who it's you me. were. Yeah, and then she was so happy, and she was like with me all the time. Then you know, that's cute. Um, but also humans, <laughs> because when I got home, it really quickly after I experienced the whole terrible feeling of <laughs> what am I doing. <laughs> It got really, like, normal again, you know? So yeah. even my dad was like, yeah, hi, he hugged me. But then we went on as as I've never left. Exactly, yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't have a dog. <laughs> I don't have anything to share. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we can finish it off here. Yeah. Oh, I also have the the... The other one, just to <laughs> throw it out there. Maybe somebody knows the answer, which is, where is it? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> oh, why, yeah. <laughs> why do Spanish people laugh at people who like reggaeton, but at the same time, it's the most listened to music genre in Spain? <laughs> That's true. I found this and I thought it was funny. Yeah, you you told it to me already, yeah. so I'm not laughing as much. <laughs> But I was laughing so hard when you read it to me because it's so true. Like, even in class, I keep hearing people say, I can't can't say the bad word, but like bad things about it again. Yeah. But it's still the... It's still everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't understand. Explain this to me. Anybody out (laughs) there. If someone knows, leave a comment. (laughs) Please let us know. Yeah, because we really want to know. Yeah. I really don't know. Me neither so let's end on that (laughs) that's it bye okay so this i just chose this question because i couldn't think of anything and also Mm -hmm. i thought it would make you happy so (laughs) can you give us a list of Maybe five songs that we should listen to. <gasps> yes, I love this question. Let me pull up my Spotify account. <laughs> One, I think people might know it because it's been going around on Instagram, so probably on TikTok mm-hmm. as well. And it's called Chariot by Mega. I don't know if it's oh, correct. I don't know if I know them. It's an amazing song. I'm going to play you okay, <laughs> the okay. songs I list now after... Then another one I uh, discovered, and it's actually when I was listening to music on my laptop after a long time, mm-hmm. and I saw you there, and you were listening to a song from King Princess. Oh, yeah. Then I um, clicked on her because she's supposed to be the headliner. What is it called? Headliner? No. Opening for, act. Oh, yeah, for yeah. Shawn Mendes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And I love You're the preparing song. for the tour next year, <laughs> 2023. <laughs> I love the song. Da-da-da. Why, why did I just forget? 1950. Oh, 1950s. Yeah. I love that song. And so I went to her like profile to see what other songs she has. And I love the song Talia. Yes. That's a great one. I love that. Mm, what else? Oh, this one <laughs> is amazing. It's called Cry a Little Less by Kelvin Jones. And I, I can't even remember how I discovered it. But I just have been listening to it on repeat for a long time nice oh this one too um then the next song is brave by ella henderson oh that one i listened to yeah 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 because i you told me to <laughs> <laughs> you told me to so I get it. <laughs> but i listened to ella henderson so many years ago like so when many she years won ago. the x factor or one i didn't even I know, know she was she an was x factor oh yeah but i listened to her like I want to say seven years ago. Mm. I hope I'm not getting wrong. Then, like you know, before she even started singing, but probably I don't think so. I think that works, right? Yeah. And it was really long ago, and I was listening to like three songs on repeat. I even had one as a as an alarm as an alarm clock, Mm. 
And now I discovered this song recently and I've been really enjoying it. And the last one. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a last one that's not been released yet, but it's going to be in six days. And it's from the artist. I'm really scared to say this. Fosea, Fosea. I really don't Possibly. know how to pronounce that because she has, I think she's Canadian, but she has Arabic roots and ancestors. And the song is called R.I.P. And it's a, like a pop song with Arabic influences. And I discovered it obviously on her Instagram account where she shared it as a reel and she was um, like teasing with mm-hmm. just snippets of the song. And it's going to be released. Well, when people actually listen to this, really it's going to be released. Promo, yeah. <laughs> oh, true, true. Right? Yeah. So I'm really excited about that one. So Me that's too. my list of current favorite ones. Because I tend to, you know, like discover well, new yeah. ones and then I listen to them. Yeah. But that's why I love creating the monthly lists mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you told me to. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm really excited to like go back and listen to what I listened to in the first yeah. semester. Because then we will have it like connected to specific time periods. It's like right? a time capsule. Like it mm-hmm. transports you back to that time. So I'm really it. excited about that. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> if you like this podcast and want to support us, share with your friends. Follow our IG account at Two Strangers Two Friends or leave us a review giving us your thoughts on the podcast. If you want to get in touch, all of our contact information is in the description. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and see you next time.